Hi everybody. I am Dr. Ritesh Agrawal, consultant endocrinologist and diabetologist, Santi Pawan Multi-Specialty Care, Bhubaneswar. During this pandemic COVID, we saw a lot of patients of new onset diabetes or those who are diabetes. They have uncontrolled and they are more lead to complications and com uh, chronic organ damages, more hospital stay, and they need to control the blood sugar by any means. During this pandemic, which the patients come to us and how you will manage the case with the oral and hypoglycemic agent. So let's discuss a case, a female 50 year known diabetic for last three and a half year, known hypertensive, dyslipidemic and hypothyroid. Present with complaint of intermittent pedal edema and dyspnea on exertion, which is mild grade. On evaluation, we found the fasting blood sugar of that patients was 180 milligram per deciliter, postprandial 290 milligram per deciliter, HbA1c of 8.4, that is uncontrolled blood glucose level, using albumin creatinine ratio of 250 milligram per gram creatinine, BMI 29.4 kg per meter square, family history of coronary artery disease positive, CEJ banker by profession with sedentary lifestyle. On medical part, when I saw the prescription, C was on metformin 1 gram per day, telmisartan 40 milligram per day, atorvastatin 20 milligram per day, and thyroxine 50 milligram microgram per day. With this background, the patients come to my OPD. And when I saw a obese patient of type 2 diabetes, hypertensive, dyslipidemic, on metformin with history of family history of coronary artery disease, obese, this patient comes to a ASCBD score or having multiple risk factor with high risk category. So if you go by the different guidelines and what we mostly follow the ADA guidelines, we need to control the blood sugar first followed by the other comorbid condition associated with it or target the multiple risk factor. In this regard, during this pandemic, if this type of patients come, if they have mild COVID symptom, you can continue oral hypoglycemic agent. If they have moderate or severe symptoms, you may, or if they need hospitalization, they will change to insulin. So here we will discuss about the non-COVID or mild symptom where we will continue the oral hypoglycemic agent. And in this case, what we are going to discuss is a case of 52-year female, type 2 diabetes for three and a half year, hypertensive, obese, dyslipidemic, hypothyroid with uncontrolled blood sugar level, albuminuria with family history of coronary artery disease. So as I have told, we are mostly following the ADA guidelines where the guidelines clearly suggest those group of patients who have established ASCBD or uh, CKD or uh, history of multiple risk factor, it is better to start with the SGLT2 inhibitor or GLP-1 analog and by seeing the EGFR. Here, the EGFR of the patient is normal. Serum creatinine is around 1, coming to an EGFR of around 80. The major concern after the glycemic control is the weight reduction and to decrease the uh, cardiovascular disease 
decrease the risk of albuminuria or the progression of CKD and control the blood uh, pressure and the dyslipidemia part. So again, when weight gain is a concern and as the patient is a banker with the sedentary lifestyle, hypoglycemia should also be addressed. Weight gain should also be addressed with blood glucose control. So SGLT2 inhibitor and GLP-1 analog after metformin is the best choice in this regards. In our Indian setup, uh, mostly the people are needle phobic and they mostly, even though they have a lot of advance with uh, advancement or the betterment with the GLP-1 analog, they will not prefer the injectable and the cost of the therapy is also very high till now. So the second best option or the best option for our case here is the SGLT2 inhibitor. And if you see the different SGLT2 inhibitor by guidelines, the Empareg outcome trial already proven its benefit in terms of the uh, cardiovascular death reduction at least around 30%, decreased risk of three-point mass. And I, one more thing, the patient which come to us with a complaint of dyspnea and intermittent pedalidema, the pedalidema can be explained because of the albuminuria. And when we did an echo, the ejection fraction of the patient is around 50%. So again, SGLT2 inhibitor is the best to decrease the risk of hospitalization for heart failure. In this regards, the patient was started with the empagliflozin 25 milligram, along with the metformin one gram per day, and the blood pressure medicine, telmisartan and atorvastatin continue. During the follow-up, we saw initial fasting of 180, it has reduced to around 130 milligram per deciliter after one month. Postprandial of 290, it was reduced to around 210. So 130 and 210 after one month of therapy with the empagliflozin 25 milligram by Edison. Albuminuria, initially it was 250 milligram per gram creatinine. After one month, it is around the 240 or 230, it is almost same. And weight reduction has been noticed after one month of the GLP-1 analog in this patient, that is around uh, one kg with a BMI reduction of around 29.4 to 29 kg per meter square. That is quite satisfactory result we are getting in terms of the blood pressure, in terms of the body weight, in terms of albuminuria and blood glucose level. But still, we are not at the target of fasting and postprandial blood glucose level. So by seeing this, we find out the third oral hypoglycemic agent, which will give us the better uh, glucose control in this regards. That is, we want to add the DPP-4 inhibitor, which is available in terms of the combination therapy with the SGLT2 inhibitor. And when you go to see the different literature, you will find that the linagliptin is the only DPP-4 inhibitor which has proven non-inferiority in terms of the cardiovascular outcome and the renal shape with the uh, evidence of decreased albuminuria and decreased progression of CKD. So we added linagliptin with empagliflozin 25 milligram and linagliptin 5 milligram along with the metformin 1000 gram per day with the other medications. And we advise the patient for the one after three months of follow-up and the result is quite uh, satisfactory. 
Now, after three months of the therapy with the empagliflozin 25 milligram and renagliptin 5 milligram with metformin, patients come with a fasting plasma glucose of 110 milligram per deciliter, postprandial glucose of around 150 milligram per deciliter with a HbA1c, which was at baseline 8.4, come down to 6.9 percentage. And weight is again satisfactory. The patient lose around 2.5 kg in the last three months and the blood parameters are under control. So the patients, again, the pedalidema part has improved, dyspnea part has improved. That means if we see in the long run, we are not only need to control the blood glucose level, we find out the molecule which has extra glycemic effect or the pleiotropic effect, which will also helpful in the prevention of the future chronic micro and macrovascular complications that may arise due to the type 2 diabetes mellitus. And in this regard, the SGLT2 inhibitor is one of the best with all the proven evidence and all the guidelines also endorse the role of SGLT2 inhibitor in the prevention of hospitalization for heart failure, prevention of uh, or decrease the progression of the CKD with decrease in overall or cardiometabolic death. And at the end, the weight loss, blood pressure reduction is noticed in the SGLT2 inhibitors and followed by the dyslipidemia part improvement either because of the weight loss, improvement in the insulin resistance, decrease in the inflammatory marker that all leads to decrease in the uh, bed uh, lipid parameters and also helpful in the improvement on the endothelial function, improvement in the cardiometabolic parameters, improvement in the cardiac intake, provide the better cardiac myocyte activity and all that can lead to decrease cardiovascular mortality and prevent the progression of the diabetic kidney disease. So after three months of therapy, in our case, who who is a banker by profession, female, diabetic for more than three and a half year, obese, family history of coronary artery disease, uncontrolled diabetes, hypertension, dyslipidemia, albuminuria. I think SGLT2 inhibitor empagliflozin plus TPP4 inhibitor linagliptin is the best choice to achieve the blood glucose control and to prevent the chronic complication arises due to type 2 diabetes mellitus, uh, like micro or macrovascular complication, hospitalization for heart failure, decrease in cardiovascular death or decrease in three-point maze, decrease in all-cause mortality, weight loss, BP loss, uh, the improvement in the dys, uh, dyslipidemia, along with the improvement in the blood glucose parameter. Thank you.